You know those times when you feel like a million bucks? Those times when you feel like you can take on the world all by yourself and nothing could stop you. You could just do anything you possibly wanted and nobody or nothing could ever bring you down. You are the man or you are the woman. You know those times? You know that feeling? Imagine if you could somehow feel that way all the time. This is the Making Things Happen podcast. I'm Cody Stevenson. And what we're going to be talking about today is exactly what I just said creating that powerful version of yourself all the time how to actually cultivate your powerful self what i've come up with is seven different methods that you can actually use to make that possible but then what i've also come up with is an argument against those seven principles so seven effective ways to get into that powerful state of mind but then one bigger argument that kind of pushes against those seven methods. And I'm going to get to that right at the very end. So I'm going to go through the seven methods here, um, all of which can be very effective. But then there's one different perspective that I'm going to cover at the end that just kind of brings it to another level. Anyways, what we're going to start with is method number one of cultivating your powerful self, which is beginning with being an observer of yourself. That is, Taking the time to pick up on the patterns of what goes on in your day-to-day, week-to-week, month-by-month, year-over-year life. What are the patterns? The patterns that you need to take, take note of are the ones that lead to you feeling like your powerful self. So imagine a memory or a situation where you just remember feeling amazing. You remember feeling like nothing could ever bring you down. I always think back to university when I think of this for myself and how I would, I had just met my, my wife, my now wife, my then future wife. I just met her and I would, I would just get a glimpse of her on, on campus. And I, whenever I would get a glimpse of her, I would just feel like I was the man, like my, my best version, all my good character traits would come out to the forefront and I would display that for the world and for, of course, her. I would be in the gym working out and I'd see her walk by in the lobby over there. And when, whenever I would see her, I would just feel so strong. Like I could lift every single weight in the gym. I could do anything. Every good thing about me seemed to be at the forefront of my mind. And I could just felt like I could take on the world and do anything. And this was just because I saw my future wife walking by. Now, what's a memory that's something like that for you? What can you think back on that just leads you to believe that you are the man, you are the woman, you can take on the world? What led to that time? What led to that actually happening? So this first first approach, as simple as it is, it's just being an observer of yourself and taking note of things that make you feel a certain way. So whether it has to do with the people that you see or the people that you interact with, or the amount of sleep you got the night before, what you ate during the day, what kind of event you were going to, what was going on the next day, what were you looking forward to, that kind of thing. What kinds of things actually led to the moment where you felt like a million bucks? If you can pick up on that, if you can actually be an observer of yourself, you can actually start to train yourself to go into those situations that lead to feeling this way to train yourself to actually go to these events meet with these people do these things that lead you to feeling uplifted that lead you to feeling like you can take on the world all by yourself that's the kind of thing that a lot of people kind of underestimate the power of Um, but really the reason for that i think is that nobody really takes the time or the effort to actually think back on their day and their week and think, why did I have a good day today? Why did I have a bad day today? What happened? What did I do today 
that was different from what I did the day before when I felt really good or really bad. Take note of that and actually try to replicate it. The more you can replicate those good days, the better off you are uh, gonna have a chance to actually feel like that powerful version of yourself. Sometimes you can figure out what it is that you need to do that makes you feel good, but then it's actually hard to actually go do it. But then you gotta think, is it more worth taking that short-term struggle to get into a situation for the longer-term feeling of power? Or is it more worth you know, taking the easy route and then feeling bad about it later? Stephen Covey says all the time, begin with the end in mind. So if you have that end goal in mind, that end goal of feeling powerful, doing powerful things, then maybe that little bit of struggle that gets you there is worth it rather than just skipping over it. So begin with the end in mind and pick up on patterns that actually make you feel really good. The second approach to that is just kind of building on that. It's people. The second approach is people. Spend time with people that empower you and actually stop spending time with people that make you feel bad. There's no doubt about it. The people that you spend your time with are going to have a huge influence in how you end up feeling, the kinds of decisions that you end up making and that kind of thing. It's said in multiple books, multiple podcasts. It seems everywhere I go, I run into this quote. It's you are the, the, the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Now think about that. Outside your immediate family, who do you spend the most time with? And this is intentional time. Who do you choose to spend the most time with? The five people, maybe you work with them, maybe you hang out with them often, but those five people have such an incredible influence on you that you may not even realize, but this this is kind of how you shape your worldview and your mindset based on the five people around you. Now, are they bringing you up or are they pulling you down? You need to evaluate who you're spending your time with because you have to know it's going to affect how you feel every single day. So if you know that somebody is bringing you down, that person is probably one of those five people that are influencing you. Maybe you need to do a replacement. Maybe that person needs to get less of your time and somebody else needs to get more. Somebody else who's actually gonna boost you up a little bit. Then the other, the, the, if you flip the coin, you have to remember that you are one of the five people for other people. So you are either bringing people up or bringing people down. You're raising the average or you're lowering it. So you can think of that as well when you go out and spend time with people. Are you actually raising the average of the quality of people around you or are you bringing it down? So let that be a motivation to you. How When you, when you meet with people, you see the same uh, groups of people um, often Think about if you're being a positive influence in that group or a negative one. Are you raising the average or lowering it? Don't underestimate the impact that you can have on people just like they can have on you. So if you want to feel powerful, you want to get motivated, you want to elevate what you're doing, then think about who you spend your time with and what kinds of things they are doing. Because if the kinds of people that you're spending time with aren't really making anything happen, then the chances of you making something happen is going to go down as well. So as simple as it is, second approach, people. So the third approach is going into public places. This is, think about, think about this. You try to display the most powerful, the best, most attractive version of yourself when you go into public. Public also includes the public sphere online, your social media accounts and all that stuff. That is public for most of you. Think about the image that you want to portray to the world, what you want the world to think of you. Be the person that you want the world to think of you 
all the time. So go to public places, live your life in public so that you're actually held more accountable to being the person that you actually want to be. If nobody ever sees you, how easy is it to just kind of let yourself fall down and not actually do anything big, not actually make things happen, not not actually follow through on the things you're going to say, eat good foods, exercise, dress well, all that kind of stuff that leads to making yourself powerful the odds of you doing it when you're completely by yourself or you're at home, you're not in that public setting, go down. So if you actually want to feel more powerful, think about the motivation of what you want other people to see of you. Go to public places and put yourself on display and that's going to give you that accountability to yourself to actually be that person more often. If that becomes your new mindset, then you can actually, when you're in private, when you wake up in the morning, you're more likely going to wake up in that powerful state of mind because you're used to being in that public setting. You're used to people taking note of who you are and what you're trying to do and you care about that as you should care about that. So that's that's something that you can do really easily. You know, go to public places, go to the grocery store, go to a coffee shop. If you're on social media, make it public so that people can see what you're doing because that's going to influence you in the kinds of things that you post, the kinds of things that you say and all of that stuff before. So that's that's a really easy thing to do, but uh, few people actually go out and do it. I always say that there's a really age-old occurrence that happens all the time with Uh, Certain people when you're out in public places like the grocery store is a great one for this or restaurants or anywhere else for that matter. It's the encounter of when you think that you see somebody you know or you used to know, but you don't make eye contact because you don't want to talk to them. Be the person to make eye contact and actually say hello because you can guarantee that the other person is thinking the same thing. Do I see them? Do I not see them? Do they know that I saw them? Do they? Do I recognize them? Do they recognize me? All of that stuff, if you are the one to put yourself out there and get comfortable doing that, make a habit of doing that, you're going to feel more powerful. And I've gone through this process myself. The more you're willing to put yourself out there, out in the public sphere, the more opportunity you're going to get to be forced into being a powerful person. So whatever you have in yourself that makes you powerful, those traits that you know you can bring out, they're more likely brought out if you're in that public setting and if you actually put yourself out there. It kind of gives you that whole accountability to, to being the person who you believe you are and the person that you want to be. Fourth approach, exercise. Again, really easy concept not as easy to actually do, but you have no idea the amount of influence that exercise can have on your mood, on your mindset, and of course on your body and your overall health. You gotta think about exercising daily if you actually wanna have that powerful feeling. You gotta have a routine where you actually intentionally go and exercise. It doesn't just happen by itself. It doesn't just mean you're you're going for a walk when you go to the grocery store. No, you actually need to intentionally do something to get your heart pumping, to get your blood flowing, to get your muscles burning, something like that. Exercise just has a way of making you feel powerful. It doesn't even matter if you don't really know what you're doing. You can probably find somebody in your life that does know what they're doing and simply ask them. People love to be asked for help. If you if you know somebody who knows exercise, you can almost guarantee that they're going to talk your ear off on what the kinds of things that you should do. So if you're looking for tips or tricks or what to do with exercise, you have no excuse not to find it. There's going to be somebody in your life or somebody online who is just going to be itching at the bit to help you out and give you more tips than you even want. The thing about exercise is you never, ever, ever hear anybody who's gone for a workout say that they regret it. 
You don't hear anybody saying, man, I wish I didn't do that workout. Man, I wish I didn't go for a walk this morning. Man, I wish I didn't go to the gym after work today. That kind of thing, that, that just doesn't happen. People don't say that. It's because people feel good after they exercise. They feel good about accomplishing that because they feel a little bit better. They have a little bit more energy. Their muscles look good. They feel good. All of those things, and it starts with exercise. So make it part of your weekly routine. Do it two, three, four, five, however many times a week you want, but make sure it's incorporated one way or another. This is going to lead you to have more potential to feeling that powerful state of mind all the time. So the more you, you exercise, the more potential you're going to have for that. Number five, the fifth approach, use things that get you excited. I'm going to use a really easy example for me. And the example is coffee. Coffee gets me absurdly excited. Nothing gets me out of bed in the morning at 4.30 a.m. every day except for coffee. If I didn't have coffee to look forward to the first thing I got out of bed, I can guarantee you that I would not make a habit of getting up at 4.30 in the morning. But since I know that there's a coffee cup waiting for me out on the kitchen counter and there's a fresh pot of coffee there waiting for me right when I wake up, that makes it so much easier to wake up at that time because I get excited about coffee. I love the taste, I love the smell, I love how it makes me feel all of that stuff, I get excited about it. It's got nothing to do with what I do in my day. It's got nothing to do with my job or what I'm trying to make happen or anything else, but coffee gets me excited. And when I'm excited, I'm more likely to get up in the morning, more likely to try to make things happen, more likely to feel powerful because I have that excitement writhing up inside me the moment that I wake up. So if it's not coffee for you, that's fine. There's a number of other things that can do it for you. If you have kids, let your kids get you excited. Whatever gets them excited, let it get you excited. Find something that you're doing in your life, something that's happening in your life that you can get excited about. So if you're at work and you feel like there's nothing happening for you at work, well, get excited about something after work. There's got to be something that you can do or pick up on doing later in the day or later in the week that you can get excited about. Hold on to that excitement and use it to thrive your mood. Use it to actually bring that powerful side out of you because you're using that excitement to display your great character traits, all those things. So I always think about, I mean, for exercise, some people use pre-workout mix, mixes uh, and there's a lot of mixed reviews over that kind of thing. And I always say, you know what, if you have something that gets you excited to work out and exercise, it almost doesn't matter that there might be a um, ingredient in that pre-workout mix that you've never heard of. It almost doesn't matter because you're getting so excited to actually go and work out and you're feeling power from that, that who cares what that minor little detail is because you're excited. Now, don't take that too far and start going crazy about the things that get you excited. You know, having six beers at night shouldn't get you excited. So don't use that kind of thing. But if you can latch onto something without bad side effects that gets you excited, gets you motivated to do things, then by all means, do it. It's going to make you feel powerful. Um, other examples of what might, might get you excited. Maybe there's a TV show on at night. Maybe there's uh, a Christmas event coming up that you want to go to. Maybe there's a party this weekend. Maybe there's something. Just it doesn't matter what it is. Maybe it's, it's the lunch that you brought for the day for, for that matter. It doesn't matter what it is. It just matters that you can get something that gets you excited, something that's going to kind of unleash the power from within you with that excitement because it's easier to feel powerful when you're excited about something. So if you're not excited about anything right now, pick something and get excited about it. Schedule something, plan something. What do you like to do? Whatever you like to do, plan it and go do it. 
you know, I, I think that some people go on vacations periodically just to keep themselves motivated, keep the, to keep themselves going. So if you have a, maybe three months from now, you got a trip to Mexico planned out, use that to get you excited. You know what? You're, I'm going to Mexico in three months. So that gets you excited. That lets you feel powerful. Don't underestimate of the don't underestimate the power that can come from getting excited about something. Uh, that's that's another easy one to do. Pick something and run with it. The sixth approach, similar to his previous one, is talking with people. So I mentioned people before, how they can lift you up or bring you down, but it's actually key to talk with them. So if you wanna feel powerful, whether you're introverted or extroverted, talk with people. You can't expect it all to come from within yourself. If you're alone all day, every day, you're gonna have a harder time feeling powerful. You're gonna have a harder time putting on the best version of yourself. So my advice is talk with people. It doesn't even matter what you're talking about. Just make sure you have some sort of human interaction. It doesn't matter if you're you know, talking with a friend, a colleague or, or whoever, you could be talking to somebody you randomly bump into at the grocery store. You need that interaction to kind of stir up the juices within you to kind of keep that powerful state of mind going. That's what I, I tend to do if I'm ever alone for a day and I, you know, I'm kind of running out of steam because I've, I've been working on some things, but I've been working on it by myself. I make it a point to go out in public, to go out, find somewhere where there's going to be people and I make it a point to actually look for opportunities to interact with people. I'm someone who's 95 to 100% introverted. For some of you listening, that comes as a big surprise. For others listening, you're not surprised at all. But reality is that is the truth. I am 95 to 100% introverted. But I know that my energy and my power comes from interacting with people. If I'm by myself, I have no power. I need something at some point of the day to keep me going. And of course, if you're extroverted, you need that even more than I do. You need something to charge you up and give you that energy, that excitement to keep going and keep working on something that you're trying to make happen. Don't overuse this and think you're just going to talk with people. You, there's a time and a place to be alone by yourself, working for yourself um, alone as well but use people to give you that energy and that motivation because it's it doesn't matter whether you're extroverted or introverted it's going to make a difference because we are not designed to be on our our own all the time we need other people in our life we need human interaction to keep ourselves going the seventh approach that i have come up with in cultivating your powerful self is in order to feel powerful, you have to be powerful. I've talked about this before, you have to act like it before you actually are it. So if you're not feeling powerful, you're having a down day or a down week or a down year, it's not just going to turn itself around by you continuing to do what you are currently doing. You have to do something that you know powerful people do. Think about somebody who you know is always that, that you know, supposedly powerful person, they're upbeat, they're doing things, they're meeting people, they're doing all kinds of stuff with their life. What do they do on a week to week reg regular basis? You've got to do some of those things if you want to get there. If you want to change your mindset, you have to change your mindset. This is one of my favorite quotes, nothing changes if nothing changes. So if you want to feel powerful, but you don't ever do powerful things, how do you think that's going to happen? So as easy as it sounds, you have to actually do it to do it. So if you want to feel powerful, Make sure you go out and do powerful things. 
powerful people exercise, powerful people use other people to energize them. They meet with people, they go to public places, they put themselves on display for the world, not so that they're on display for the world, but so they can actually make a difference and elevate those five people and their sphere of influence so that they can actually be in touch with people who are gonna boost them up and not tear them down. That's what powerful people do. So if you wanna be like that, be like that. You actually have to do that. So the the biggest takeaway from these seven points is that you have to be an observer of yourself. You have to take note of the kinds of things that you do on a week to week basis and the kinds of things that it makes you feel. How does how does how do you feel after you've gone through a typical Tuesday? Are you always happy on Tuesdays? Are you always sad on Tuesdays? Are you always hungry on Tuesdays? Pick up on those patterns. What time of day do you feel best? How much sleep do you need to feel you're at your peak? What do you need to eat for dinner to feel good the next day? How much water do you need to drink? Who do you talk to during the day that makes you feel good? Who do you call? Who do you text? Who do you go to on social media? What do you do on social media? Who do you follow? Who do you unfollow? All of those kinds of things can be observed that it can also be completely forgotten if you don't actually take time to take note of it. So take note of the things that you do week by week, day over day, and all that kinds of thing because that is gonna be the, the most essential way to actually make yourself feel like a million bucks all the time is picking up the, on those patterns and repeating them and making them actually a habit so that you don't have to think about doing them. They just happen because you've trained yourself to do these things that you know makes you feel good. So now to the part where I partially disagree with everything that I just said. So I, I partially have a another argument that I think is a little bit stronger than doing any of these things because reality is with all of these seven things that you can use to make yourself feel powerful, all of them come from things that are outside yourself. They come from other people, other places, other things, doing specific things. They don't come from within you. And reality is you can't always control your environment. You can't control the person that you're going to bump into. You can't control the traffic that you're going to bump into on the street. You can't control what's going to be happening at work. There's so many things that you can't control. But the one thing that you can control is what's in your head. What kinds of things you think about. And it's really tough to actually train yourself how to think despite what's going on around you. But this is the key to feeling like a million bucks all the time. If you want to feel like a million bucks despite your outside surroundings, despite what's going on around you, you have to be an absolute master of your own thoughts. And that is an incredibly difficult thing to do. And that takes actual practice and training and time to make happen. And that is the whole process of what I've been trying to do and trying to get the message across of how you can actually do that. So one thing that I think about often, and I, I come back to it sometimes, it actually comes from the Bible. And it's the easiest way to start thinking in the powerful state of mind, to have that positive outlook on life, no matter the situation, no matter the circumstance, this is what you should think of just to kickstart yourself in that mindset. Here's what it says. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So think about, you have all these great, amazing, fantastic, wonderful things in life. You can name 10 of them right now, right? 
think about the good in every situation. So if, if you're in a bad situation with a bunch of things that aren't ideal, but you can't control them, you can still think about good things. You can still think about having mac and cheese tonight, your favorite meal on the planet. That is something that you can use to shift your whole mindset. You can still think about the cup of coffee that you're going to have in the morning that's going to be waiting for you on the counter tomorrow morning. That is a good, wonderful thing in life despite all these other things. There's always going to be something good. Is it a person? Is it a place? It is, is it a memory or an event? There's going to be something good that you can think about. That comes from within your own head. That comes from within your own soul. It doesn't matter what's going on around you. You can conjure these thoughts and these feelings if you train yourself to do that. If you only think about the things that are around you, the things that are affecting you from an outside perspective, then you're not going to be able to control the things that are inside. But what you have to do is go from the inside out. If you can control the inside first then what's happening on the outside is going to have less influence on you. It's going to have less influence on your decisions, on your thought patterns, on your behavior and your actions. So if you know you need to do certain things and follow certain steps to make something happen, to have this certain goal happen, then you need to make sure that you keep those steps, those good things in your head before you encounter the external factors that could tear you apart if you're not careful. Because the external factors are going to try to tear you apart. But if you can get a grasp on how to shut them out and keep control of yourself, that's going to be a huge advantage to yourself when you go about your day. Because nothing is going to be able to bring you down if you're in control, if you're a master of what is already in your head. So that was the pushback against those seven ideas. There's seven methods and I do think they're effective. But I also think the flaw is that they come from external things. If you can eliminate the need for external things, then you can actually have that one step advantage over everything else. So to review, the seven things that you can use are picking up on the patterns of what make you feel good, people, going to public places, exercise, using what gets you excited, talking with people, and acting like it or doing a powerful thing before you feel powerful. So all those things, they can be dependent, right? Don't be dependent on things that you can't necessarily control. Because you wake up in the morning, you know there's gonna be a number of things that you can't control. But think about what you can can't you can control. It's in your head. I'm gonna read this passage again. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything, repeat, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. It's not the external things. It's the things that you put inside your own mind that can then dictate where your mind is at, can dictate the power coming from within yourself.